This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Do the show, bitch! Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch! Yeah, you got it. Happy Monday, everybody. Ben Woods, 97.3. Man, let's get our heads right. All together again. I am Woodsy. That is uh, Paul Rindle. He is our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Want to uh, get some details on last night's big media game from the uh, soccer's match. Paulie had a fresh kit on. He was on the pitch. And uh, I, believe, I believe he lost 1-0. But I believe there was some controversy. So we'll get to the bottom of that. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Full week. First full week of the year. For some of us. We were all, well, that's true. You're going to be a little little out early on Friday, guys. That's all right. I'll carry us through the rest of the week. Imagine working a full week this week. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. And then next week, (laughs) we're off Monday again for the MLK Day holiday. It'll be great because I won't have a full week until like mid February, I think, (laughs) which will be fantastic. But uh, spring training. Yeah, spring training. (laughs) Uh, yeah, Paulie and I take it no, off. That won't be a full week. No, we're off that Monday. That's right, yeah. President's Day. President's Day. This is great. <laughs> Talk to you guys in uh, baseball season. It's fantastic. Uh, Paulie and I will be taking off Friday, but you'll be in here with Sammy Levitt, and you'll be in here with Italian Paul. Yeah, Sammy did a nice job when you had your colonoscopy last week, came in for the last couple of hours, and knocked it out of the park. He did a great job. It's like you weren't even gone. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, good luck. So that's I, I have. No, I, you think that that hurts my feelings? It doesn't. I'm I'm happy. I like to have a a fill in to help you because you know. Otherwise, God knows what would happen in here. 
so we just rip calls for four hours? <laughs> it's possible. I mean, there's definitely it's like a the laziest higher, thing you can do. There's definitely a higher percentage chance that Sammy and I take some calls on Friday than perhaps the entire <laughs> Monday through Thursday run combined with you here. Yeah, fair enough. Just saying that's true. So I saw I only saw one video from the um, the celebrity game of the Soccers last night, and Paul looked like he was twice the size of anyone else on the I field. Was- by he far, like towering over, over towered over everybody out there. Our goalkeeper BJ McPherson, uh, he was probably the next closest at six one, six two. Yeah, towered. Did over you everybody. throw your body around at people? No, I was to trying clear. not to get hurt. Okay, yeah. I mean, we have fantasy camp priorities at this point, uh, Ben. I can't. He can't roll an ankle or something. And... I uh, I go up after the game, after the halftime game. Bobby Cressy was there playing the organ at the soccer's game, and I walk up to him and he goes, "You know, you actually look like you were no, you 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 knew what you were doing at least. Like you were like defensively, you were in the right spot at That's the right good. time. You were spacing out. You were like really good placement every single time." I'm like. Yeah, I was just trying to not get hurt. Just trying to stay on the outskirts yeah. uh, back here yeah, yeah. and not get in the mix, 100%. really. Because I didn't want you didn't want to wear one. You didn't want to roll an ankle. We've got fantasy camp. We have a lot of baseball to play. Uh, you know, this time next week, Paulie and I will be getting up and uh, getting cranked up out in Arizona. Got some great content coming your way from that next week, certainly. Uh, talking to a lot of the, uh, the ex-Padres. And who knows who you may run into uh, out there as well. And it's just a fun time. We just—I'm counting the minutes uh, till I can can pack the car and and head out of town. We look forward to it every single year. So you guys want you lost one nil, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, they lost one nil. <clears throat> I should start by saying, I thought we lost two, not two nil. You thought no, it was two nil? Was this, <laughs> the other way? They uh, team team Mexico media team scored uh, about halfway through the eight minute match and. Apparently that goal was called back, and half of us did not. And know you that. didn't realize that they called that goal. <laughs> looked, well, good, that's, looked good to me. That's football for you. That happens sometimes where you're like, "What? Ha- what's going on?" Well, and then about thirty seconds later, uh, Steve, our boy from the Emo Brown, yeah, kicked one right through our goalkeeper's. Steve O made it right through the wickets. I've been I've been nutmegged before in goal at the media go, game. Can it's call not that fun. Back too. So it's one. Steve O won the game. Oh, he's never going to shut up about it ever. I will say I was playing like middle to defense. Like I was not I saw, playing up yeah. very much. Is that an official position? Middle, kind to, of defense. middle to defense. Midfielder <laughs> slash defense yeah. hybrid. And I felt like the ball was on. We were like, we were on the defense the entire game. Oh, <laughs> Every once in a while, somebody would just boot it down to the other end. We're like, oh, thank, thank God. God. Yeah, they they say the field was tipped toward one yeah, direction. Yeah. Like the yeah. other team was going downhill and you were Finally, going uphill. we make a push. The The referee that's running around, you can hear him. One minute left. One minute left. Like, All right, we go. And we're making a push. And we've got the ball on the other side. We're trying to get some some shots on goal. And my man Cabana Boy Jeff. Cabana Boy Jeff is so good. There was at like it was like a ricochet shot, and the goalie wasn't there, and he got it in somehow. And they go no goal. They waved it off. Time expired. Oh, so they didn't do a little extra time like they do in in regular soccer. That's the uh, the interesting thing from watching the World Cup. It's a guess when the, when the game ends. Is a guess. No one knows. We added seven minutes of extra time. Okay, great. So it's seven minutes from now, the game will be over, right? Nine minutes goes by because there's extra time added in those seven minutes. 
Nobody knows. Can you imagine if, like, NFL playoff games were that way? You're driving. You're down two, and you're driving down the field. But you've got no idea. No idea. Uh, it could to, be a two-minute drill. Field goal? Should we, <laughs> should we go for closer? it? Your field goal kicker's lining up, and all of a sudden the official goes, it's the worst. Could it's, be a two-minute drill. Could be a seven-minute drill. We don't know. We need to go into our hybrid two-minute to seven-minute offense here, guys. So that yeah. would be if I could change one thing about the game of soccer. Give me a hard. I would say stop. I don't. I don't get the running clock. If somebody goes down and gets hurt, stop the clock. See, but they fake it. That's what they're. They, so I years ago, my whole beef with soccer was I was this guy. The stupid flopping and like the ah dramatic guy grazes your knee and you ah and I, so finally somebody sat me down and said, look it's strategy it's strategy and I go it's tear it's a, it optically it's not fun to watch it's stupid we all know it's stupid they know it's stupid but it is strategy you're there to to milk it to burn bleed it a little, bleed it a little bit and like Paulie said if they just stop the clock right when someone got hurt when the ball went out of bounds whatever would that I know we have the technology yes we do <laughs> someone to start and stop a clock I've seen it in basketball well, I've seen it in football they somehow have figured out how to do that so let me ask you this if they did that and they just said hey if you go down we stop the clock would it stop all the ah like, wouldn't it probably well, most of it a lot of it I would say a lot of it so maybe that is the answer. They, they never will, but it is. A, Soccer people are so mad at us right well, now listen, for it is, suggesting it. It is what it is, but, you know, the, the the flopping and the flailing and the guy elbows you barely on the way by, and you go, ah, and you fall down, and you, you know, gripping your back like he just took a shot at that you. That eliminates the stoppage time, because even the stoppage time. You're also time, trying to draw they, a whistle and a, and a yeah, foul. Yeah, yeah, you're trying to get fouls. But even the stoppage time, whatever, if they yeah. add four minutes, it's four minutes-ish. <laughs> it is ish. It's uh it's an idea. It's not a it's not hard and fast. So well again, so here's Paulie last night. Screwed. Screwed. They the game was over because the ref said the game was over. Not because the clock ran out. The game was over because like, the ref said it was over. Real soccer, like in soccer, they will wait until the ball is cleared or clearly like they're not making an attempt to, you know, at a shot on goal, and then you'll hear the final whistle. We were right there. Now in a celebrity we halftime game, they really do have to be done so the yeah. second half can start. You can't you can't simply oh, go. Oh, is there on more important soccer to be played wait later? for the teams to come yeah. back. Yeah, hey guys, are you ever gonna finish the celebrity game so we can you know continue the <laughs> we second half? We have a half? real match. Uh and, and the a, soccer's did and win a, uh Craig Charles sitting there banging the on the glass. Yeah. Let's go. And a title to defend. So yeah, man. Soccer, well, soccer's win eight two. Soccer's won the game. Uh Paulie did lose the media game, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh, as long as you played well, you didn't get hurt. And that's what's uh, most important. How was everybody else's weekend, Benjamin? How was Mine your was weekend? Pretty quiet. Watched a lot of sports, Aztecs football. Uh, watched that Glass Onion Knives Out movie with okay. Jack on Friday night. I thought it was really good. Uh, Kate Hudson, obviously, uh, Daniel Craig, Edward Norton uh, was very clever, funny, well crafted. Good movie. I liked it. That's all I had for the weekend, though. Really, not much more to report. Played some golf. I went to the range. Oh, you went to the yeah, range? Yeah, I just went to the range. You know, I, I had never done it before. I went to the GOAT uh, right at sunset on Saturday. It was beautiful. And I did the um, the foresight, which is the, the video. It's, yeah. it, it tracks your swing speed and stuff. You can actually like play simulated courses. That was kind of fun. I don't know that I need 
but you know, I got some information on how far my wedges were traveling and stuff, which I haven't ever really done. It's the best. You know, it's good to have that that kind of info. So help me out a little bit for what sure. What is your swing speed? Do you remember? Uh, one twenty eight. Yeah, I think. that's good. Some, yeah, that's somewhere good. around there. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 right around that area too. Uh, and it, you just got to hit the club face. That's the most important thing. I took Taylor to the range. Taylor is two years old, and I took him to the range. I was that guy. On Saturday, and uh, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. He didn't know which way to hit, and he kept trying to hit back towards me instead of hitting out toward the range, and you could see the old people getting mad kind of around him. Yeah. He's two years old. Still, when people are hitting golf balls at you, it's not that fun. Well, he's two, and the club came up to his throat. So what's he really good? He's not going to hurt you. That's true. He's not going to connect. He barely connect. The only way he could connect was by dragging it on the grass. I've seen your kids though. They can they can launch things. Yeah, I mean he I will. Mean, he loved it. Soon though. he's going to be launching things. He loved it. He dada I golf dada I golf I golf I golf. I'm like this is fantastic. Bo couldn't care less about golf at this point. I'm going to be modeling this next one after me. The first one I think already failed. He's almost five. Doesn't like music anymore, which is weird. He does it just to be a jerk. And now this one is like, Dad, I like golf. So we went to, to the range. And, and finally, in order for to let me hit some shots, I had to put Baby Shark on my phone. Oh. And so now there are guys trying to hit. Now, first of all, nobody's qualifying for the Masters here. So you, to my right, you settle the F down. <laughs> I saw your dirty looks, as you could hear. Baby Shark very faintly from my iPhone and then you, old man, that is staring daggers into me to my left, <laughs> you'll be fine. You're 70 years old. You're not going to the Masters either. So just relax. You're at a Muni. This isn't your country club. Just settle the F down. But I will say. Tell us how you really feel. Getting your kids into golf at two years old is way overrated. I am not <laughs> Earl Woods. He is not Tiger Woods. He is Taylor Woods. It's not going to happen. I do apologize. It is a very golfy name, though. Taylor, Taylor Woods, Woods is a massively golfy name. Yeah, it was very quiet on the iPhone, and the guy's staring daggers at me, and I'm like, and I, I looked at him, and I go, it's either that or he's going to scream. So <laughs> you take your pick. You guys I, thinking, or you could just take not, it and leave. Yeah, exactly. Well, I figure if people can bring their golden retrievers into Vaughn's, I can bring my <laughs> child to a, a driving range, because that's something I see almost every day. So it was overrated. I will admit it. It was overrated. I probably won't do it again for a while. We'll work in the backyard or in the garage like Earl Woods did. Um, but no, man, it was just nice to spend some time uh, with him one-on-one. Bo went to hike the mushroom caves, which was a lot of fun with Hannah. So we uh, we had to divide and conquer yesterday. That's how awful the kids were all weekend. Not sure what Woods has against service animals, but we'll dive into that so as, much, the, as the show goes on. Uh, it's a busy day. Obviously, we had a huge weekend, final week of the NFL season. Wrapped up yesterday, our 14 playoff teams are set. We'll look ahead at that. College football playoff championship is tonight at SoFi Stadium, Georgia, against TCU. Our friend Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports Football Insider, going to be with us at 735 this morning. I need a little more of a primer on this matchup. Obviously, I know Georgia is the big favorite, defending champion. TCU has been an underdog all season. Yeah. But do they have a shot? I mean, what are we watching for in tonight's game? So we'll talk to Dennis coming up at 7.35 this morning. And when we come back, Padres made some moves uh, since we last left you on Friday. Not, you know, blockbuster-type moves, but the kind of moves that fill out a roster. The roster fill A guy who you never know. I mean, when Jorge Alfaro was picked up, who knew that he would have five walk-off hits last no year? No doubt. Great Either call. of the guys that the Padres picked up this weekend can end up being uh, – 
like a critical performer at some point, even for a day or two. We can talk about uh, what they did over the weekend. We'll do that coming up as well. Going until 10 o'clock, getting started this morning. Glad to have you with us. It's Ben and Woods. Got our regular features as well. Take on Woods. Don't do this. Rindle Report all coming up. First, though, let's get a check of traffic on this Monday morning. Not rainy yet. I think it's coming again later this week, though. It's San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Show. 
beginning this is, but I kind of like it. Band of Horses. Band of Horses. Yeah, from their new record. Uh, the name of the song is called Warning Signs, and the uh, the new album is called New-ish. It came out last year. Things are great. It's sarcastic because things weren't great when he wrote the record. He was going through a divorce, custody battle, the whole bit. But the theme this week are bands that you want to see in concert that you haven't seen yet. This is my number one. I love this band with my entire soul. I've never seen them, and it's it's absolutely gutting me that I've never seen these guys. So uh, think about that. Think about some bands that are out right now. Now, it was like one of my resolutions. See this band, and then there's another band I'll play later in the week that I've never seen. And that was like a resolution of mine in 20... If I have to travel to go see these two bands, I have to do it. Because time is promised to no one. Bands break up. You know, people die, things like that. It's terrible. And there's so many that I've missed out on over the years. I don't want to miss out on these guys. This one may be a little more challenging for me. Non-concert goer that I really Yeah, am. you don't really like concerts. But I'm sure there's a band out there that you go, Man, I, I wouldn't I'm sure mind seeing them. I'll give it some thought. i got a couple of days to give it some thought come up with something. So our Daily Diddy every morning, 620 segment. Uh, Friday is usually, you know, Friday's the news dump day. You ever heard that expression in the media, like you're a business or a government or a sports team, Yeah, and you don't want something to get a lot of coverage. The news dump. Dump it Friday afternoon, evening, because you're not going to get, you know, usually the reporter's kind of done for the week, and you're not going to get major coverage on something until Monday, so it's a good time to kind of news dump. I don't think that's what the Padres were doing, but in a span of 59 minutes, Padres actually announced two signings Friday afternoon uh, after we were off the air. Uh, The first one, uh, signing a pitcher named Brent Honeywell to a one-year contract. It's one of those names that was like, that sounds vaguely familiar. What do, do I remember him from? And maybe you'll remember him. He was the 2016... Tampa Bay Rays minor league pitcher of the year and started in the 2017 All-Star Futures game in Miami and was the actual MVP of that game. So this guy was on a rocket ship trajectory yeah. toward, you know, potential future ace stardom in Major League Baseball in the Rays organization and starting rotation in it. It never really panned out. He didn't make his Major League debut until 2021 with Tampa Bay. Uh, didn't pitch well in like three games, sent back down to the minors, and then was traded to the A's for the 2022 season, and then never even made the big leagues with the A's. Bumped around single A, Stockton, and triple A Las Vegas with a seven ERA. You're going, well, why Why would the Padres be interested in this guy at all? Mid-90s fastball, really, really good changeup. You know, that, that's why. Back, I mean, the potential, the but bullpen. here, I think I think this is A.J. doing his, his Dominican-Latin scouting thing. This winter, Honeywell pitched in the Dominican Winter League for Leonis de Escojito. Seven games, six starts, 0.96 ERA, three earned runs in 28 innings, 0.64 whip, 17 strikeouts, six walks. Now... It's not major league competition, but there are good players in that league. I haven't heard anything, but it sounds perhaps like someone who maybe made some adjustment, maybe working with someone else. You I know, think for and, him it was health. And they saw something. Yeah, health could so be it he, as well. He had Tommy John, right, a couple of years ago. And then he's had a couple of arm injuries since. He had a, a stress reaction in his elbow 
Yeah, he missed three seasons, yeah, actually, 2018, 2019, 2020, due to the injury. Yeah, and how old is he? Like 20, 28? 7. 27. So, yeah, guys, it's, I mean, this is, it's not a big deal. Uh, he's $200,000 uh, if he's in the minors. It'll pay him 725000 if he should make the big league roster. So, again, we're not talking back-breaking, bank-breaking uh, deals here. This is a, a flyer, if you will. Uh, and again, by all accounts, really good dude, really hard worker. We've seen this, you know, we've seen this story before in Major League Baseball. Uh, it would be nice to to see one of these guys pan out, and and especially for him, you know, he could go out and have still a, a four, five, six year career. Ben, if he can stay healthy, he has really good stuff. So uh, throws a cutter, he's got a changeup that's really good. Um, and so yeah, I it's a it's a it's a move that doesn't move the needle. Tremendously, but if it does pan out, yeah, you might have a nice little swing man type. You might have a little back end of the the bullpen guy, uh, thinking the Bill Chrismat type, maybe. So, yeah, Brent Honeywell, a uh, the the newest member of the San Diego Padres. Then, uh, just under one hour later, the Padres announced the signing of outfielder Adam Engel to a one year contract. Now, Engel is someone who I I do expect to probably make the twenty six man roster. If he is healthy, outfield depth uh, is speedy. Uh, he's a good defender. Yep. Can play center field. Can play all outfield positions. Not you know not much with the bat. Uh, hit two twenty four last season. Thirteen doubles, a triple, two home runs. You know the the bat is light, but you do need those guys on your bench who can come in as defensive replacements late in the game. Who could be a pinch runner, steal a base. I think he has. Uh, like 47 career steals or something like that. So, you know, the guy has some speed. My guess is, you know, he's a depth piece, but there is also some speculation. People saying, hey, could this be the precursor to a potential Trent Grisham trade? And this is the guy who you're going to have as the stopgap in the outfield, potentially, to if you do trade away Trent Grisham. And the more I think about it, you know, obviously you'd need to see what the return would be. Uh, Trent Grisham, if he was in a trade, the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of convinced I'd like to see Trent Grisham be the starting center fielder for the San Diego Padres on opening day. Uh, you know, bat in the nine hole, whatever, no harm uh, there. And, and just the glove is so good, it plays. The speed is good. He gets good reads off the bat. You need You need to be strong up the middle, and he makes you strong up the middle. If Adam Engel is your starting center fielder on opening day. Now, if you package Grisham uh, and and other players and prospects for Pablo Lopez, okay, I'm not going to miss you that much, right? That's a, a really, really good frontline starter that the Padres could get. But, I mean, you know, I, Adam Engel, I don't, he's not a starter in this league anymore. He's a fourth outfielder. He's a fifth outfielder. You know, he's a fourth outfielder at best. So if he's starting in center field... I'm not saying that there's an issue. You do have plenty of firepower up and down the lineup, but probably not ideal. No, I agree with you. I don't think this is a move designed, you know, as the front end of a Trent Grisham trade. It's not comparable. No, I mean, it's not. Trent Grisham, even on his even in the worst even year. on his bad season when he hit so poorly, he still has pop. He still won some games for the Padres with his bat. Not just with his glove. He did it with his bat. He can hit home runs. How many did he hit last year? Like 17. 17? Yeah. yeah. And then, then the postseason action. You know, that's that's not nothing. That is that is something that's significant that the Padres not only can count on, hopefully they can expect it to improve from last season. I am I'm crossing my fingers, both for, you know, Padres fans and for Trent Grisham, that that was the low watermark of his career. That that's as bad as it's going to get offensively. And if that is true, 
And Trent Grisham, you know, improves even moderately from last season, but keeps the defense at the level that we've now seen it. He's a valuable player Massively, in the big leagues. He's yeah. a valuable player. Adam Engel is a potentially valuable bench piece yeah. and, and a pitch runner, but not more than that. He's not an everyday starter. No. You should not be counting on him to be in your lineup you know, uh, 125 times this year. But if you can throw him out there to replace a Juan Soto, um, if he's playing left, if he's playing right, wherever he may play. A Sunday start here or there, hey, you know, whatever. You know, Fernando Tatis Jr., you want to get him off his feet out in the outfield if that's where he is, in fact, playing. Great. Yeah, the the uh, five outfielders is pretty common. So you could see you could see if they kept Trent with them rolling out there with Soto, Grisham, um, Angle, Azokar and Tatis. Yep. Those are your five outfielders. Yeah. You're feeling okay? That it feels like where they're headed. Uh we'll have the Tatis news. Obviously, that was right after our show. We can talk about that. His return to baseball activity coming up in a little bit. However, got to get into some of the football for the weekend. Obviously, college the focus tonight, but yesterday, very interesting day. Last day of the season in the NFL. The playoff matchups are now all set. I had some surprises on the final day of the regular season as well including that last game when uh, Aaron Rodgers, potentially potentially the last game of his career, going down at home with a chance to make the playoffs. We'll get into all of that coming up next. It's Ben and Woods Monday morning. Glad to have you with us on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. the uh, email over the weekend. Our boss, Adam Klug, not going to be here today. You know where he's going. Heading up to SoFi Stadium to watch his Georgia Bulldogs 
tonight. And I believe uh, Braden from the Coach John Cantera show will be there to watch his TCU Horn Frog. So some inner office strife for tonight's college football playoff championship game. I think the last time I checked, George is almost two touchdown favorites in this game. Yeah. I mean, it's, was it like 11 and a half, 12 and a half? That's almost two touchdowns. Yeah, so. it's, it's pretty significant. I mean, TCU has defied the odds all season long. I don't know why they they can't do it again today. I know their running back is kind of fifty fifty as to whether or not he's going to be available. That Ken, Kendra Miller is kind of an issue for the Horn Frogs, but uh, they found a way pretty much all season long. Can they do it against the defending college football playoff champions? Is the question tonight, and uh, that's what five o'clock uh, kickoff or so on ESPN and the family of networks. They have they have coverage literally on every ESPN platform of a different camera angle, of yeah. a different broadcast. They have like a marching band feed. If all you wanted to watch are the bands during the game, that's weird, but you can do that on one of the ESPN channels or streaming channels tonight. You can watch the band. The band, just the bands. All right. Both bands team, you know. Oh, hey, let's I don't care about the game. What are these bands playing, you know, here at SoFi Stadium? So, you know, and in in college football and really in all football, it all the spotlight goes to the quarterbacks, you know, and you've got a couple of really really good ones going off tonight. Um Stetson Bennett is an interesting interesting cat. Was a walk-on, beat Alabama for a national title. I mean, he's going for back-to-back national title. You guys remember his <laughs> Remember his still drunk appearance on Good Morning America last year when they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, are you going to come back? And he's like, I mean, he was, he partied. He was raging. He's of age and he was, he just won a national he's of title. Age. He's like 28 he's years 27 old. He's 27 years old, Paul. He's got two kids, drives a Camaro. <laughs> um, he was on Good Morning America, still drunk. It was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to play. We'll see where. We'll see if I'm still the guy. We'll see if I can trust the decisions made by the staff. A year later, his uh, offense coordinator, Todd Monken, says, well, although he was drunk, he was right in a lot of ways because that's what happens in college football. You just won a national title. You still have a year left of eligibility. They're like, yeah, but we want to get this five-star some action. Nothing to worry about. He has led that team back to the national title game. And then, of course, you look across the field at the TCU quarterback, Duggan. Max Duggan. Max Duggan is amazing. He is am- he is the I-won't-let-us-lose type quarterback. I'm so excited for this game. I think it's going to be electric. Duggan says uh, he needs to run for at least 70 yards to give his team a chance. I would say... That's kind of an X factor, though. You know, I would say probably 170 Quarterback yards. scrambling is always an X factor. Um I would have, I was surprised. I would have thought that Alabama or Clemson maybe had already won back-to-back titles at least once. No team has ever won in the college football playoff era back-to-back championships. So Georgia and Kirby Smart trying to hit some uncharted territory here uh, with a win tonight. Uh, we'll talk to Dennis Dodd, uh, CBS Sports College Football Insider in one hour in our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Are we all just rooting for the old favorite good game tonight? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I won't, if, as long as it's a good game, and if one quarterback has the chance to drive his team down to win it, I think I'll be excited for both. This is the only. Does Adam Klug need more happy, happiness? Like if I was that, gonna, that's the question. If I was going to bet on tonight's game, I think just my heart, I would throw a few dollars on TCU because that would mean it's a close game. 
right? Yeah, because yeah. the DC line plus twelve and a half. Plus twelve and a half. God, it feels like a lot of points in a in a game of this magnitude. But you're talking about Georgia, this juggernaut. You're talking about TCU that like has done. They've gotten the most that they could possibly squeeze out of the guys they have. I know. Can I'm, they do it one more time? I know. I'm walking cliche sports talk radio host guy. You but are. I'm cheering for something to talk about tomorrow. Something like something controversial, about. something interesting Bro, to happen if it's 20, during the game that we can, you know, we can get like three and a half hours out yeah, of tomorrow. Yeah, so we can really talk about <laughs> some, something we can bite down on. <laughs> if uh, it's 27-3 at half, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably not going to watch the second half. I, I'd rather have sleep than, you know, I'll probably miss a miraculous comeback, but... I'm I'm hoping I'm praying for a good game. Speaking of miraculous uh, after traffic, we got to get into the moment of the day yesterday in Buffalo, the come opening on. kickoff. I mean, what a scene! Come on, man! What a scene! How it's does com- this happen? Coming up right after this check of traffic with Kelly Danica, ninety-seven through the fan. And I know this is your time. You like to keep us updated. Yeah, we'll keep everybody posted on Pittsburgh and Cleveland, Miami, and the Jets were underway as New England decided to defer after winning the toss. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Oh, you just said this is storybook. This is almost fate. I just can't believe what just happened. Josh Allen, the same thing. Six days removed from this incredible can't believe it. Scene that we saw with the Bills player down in Cincinnati, and now there is a great, great meme going around this morning. All it is, picture of Leonardo DiCaprio holding an Oscar, and it says NFL scriptwriters after yesterday's <laughs> opening kickoff for the Bills. Right, we're watching reality television, right? <laughs> it can't be Come real. On. It can't be. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that it so happened. So right before kickoff, Demar Hamlin tweeted a cool picture from his hospital bed. Yep. Little heart sign, you know, and then OMFG right after the <laughs> touchdown. What's I mean, that stand for, Ben? I know that it's the OMG is oh my god. Right. I think the F is something that we can't say on the radio. Expletive. Oh my bleeping fudging. Hines uh, would then return a second kickoff for a touchdown later in the game after the Patriots had taken a 17-14 lead. Of course, New England needed to win that game. Yeah. Uh, to clinch a wild card spot, yeah, they played great too, kinda, man. I mean, that's a tough spot to be in in New England going into that game. I mean, I, you know, they had ch- plenty of chances they to did. win. If not for their special teams, they they probably would have pulled it out. But so much emotion, like the energy of the entire country, focused in on Buffalo. That was always going to be a tough spot for the Patriots to go in and and get that win. And they don't. Buffalo clinches the two seed, which means. They will. They don't get the uh, home field advantage, but if they did play the number one Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, it would be at a neutral site, is what the NFL determined because of the missed game against the Bengals last week. So a chance to go through and not ever have to play a true road game uh, on the road to the Super Bowl uh, is what the Bills earned with that win yesterday. Yeah, uh, Paul, program director Paulie this morning said that as good as the television call was, the radio call, you thought he missed the mark. Yeah, typically, 
big moments, big plays, the home or away, you know, the team radio broadcast, they go off the rails. They, it's like almost, they, I think with television, you have to be more reserved. Something about being on the radio, you're like, is does he have a shirt off? Because right. he's screaming like a lunatic. CBS, Fox, ESPN, whoever's got the national television feed, they're neutral. They're, they don't go too crazy. You kind of let the visual speak for speak for you. But radio. Radio, you go nuts. And you can be a homer because you're the home broadcast or whatever. I thought the Bills radio broadcast kind of missed the moment. Let me hear it. I haven't heard it yet. Five degrees here this afternoon as Folk puts his foot into the ball. It's going to be short. Fielded at the four by Hines. Coming straight up the middle to the 20. Cuts it back at the 25. He's got an Allen down the right sideline to the 40. 50. Down to the 40. 35. 30. 20. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Naheem Hines. 96 yards. Run, run as fast as you can. You're not catching Hines. He's your end zone man. Buffalo on the board with the first play from scrimmage. Are you kidding me, Chris? They showed Josh Allen his arms on his head on the sideline. Sean McDermott, it appears, has tears rolling down his face. What a tribute to DeMar. This special teams unit, this kickoff return unit, set the tone for what today is going to be, and that's a celebration, a celebration of number three, DeMar Hamlin, and they started off just like that, running the opening kickoff, 96 yards to the house. The color commentator saves it. He brings it back, because it was all about DeMar. Yeah, it's Paulie's a critic. I agree. I, I got two thoughts. First of all, if that if that was just any normal game and any totally kickoff fine. return, it was a fine, good call. Yeah, good call. Uh, I don't know about, don't is, know about is run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the, the end, end zone, zone man. man. Yeah, Sometimes right. you try stuff and it doesn't work. <laughs> but here's the other part of it. So so Chris Brown is not their usual play-by-play guy. That That's normal right. longtime radio announcer, John Murphy, suffered a stroke last weekend. Jeez, what a and week he's, for them. he's recovering and making progress, they said, but... Chris is just the fill-in guy, and you, know, you put into a tough situation. Feels like you had to mention Demar Hamlin somewhere you, you in that w- call as he's running. Jim like, Nance not even did like it. an. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You, you wanted script this. You wanted. You wanted something like, and the angels carry him into the yes. end zone. Do you believe Hamlin. in miracles? Yeah, right. It's tough. That's a tough one. I'm so, just being. I'm good nit- energy. I'm nitpicking. Great I, energy. I will say great energy, but you you wanted Tim to paint more of a um, the aesthetics of man. They're doing this for Demar. Yeah, I right? think Ben said it perfectly. Any other week, any other random yeah, game, it's awesome. Any energy. other kickoff return good that call. was great. That's fair. Run, run as fast as you can. You're not catching Hines. He's your end zone man. Now, clearly, clearly, by the way, that was on the spot. Because you don't drive in that day if you're him, the fill-in guy, and go, what if he takes this to the house? I need a good, solid bit for this. That's on the spot. It, it popped into his brain because I'm going to run with this. It's happened to all of us. Hard to plan. It's but hard to plan. You never know what comes out of your mouth at the Jesse at the Agler, moment. if you're listening, <laughs> run, run, run as fast That's, as you can. You can't catch Tatis. He's the triples man. Yeah, he's the triples man. He's the three-bagger man. <laughs> Uh, while we're on that game in that moment, though, before we move on in the NFL, Josh Allen, oh, post-game yesterday. gutted me. I loved it. Unbelievable. I can't remember a play that touched me like that, I don't think, in my life. 
So it's it's probably number one. It it, it was it was just spiritual, and it's I just amazing. I was going around and I just I mean I was going around my teammates saying God's real. Like you can't you can't draw that one up, write that one up any better. Um, and I I was just told by Kevin Curran, it's been three years and three months. <sighs> Since the last kickoff return, so it's pretty cool. It was, it was awesome. I, I, and it is. I, I get it though. There's always the other side to it as well. As, as magical as it feels for the Bills, and as mystical as it was for Josh Allen, there's also another team that is like. But what about the us, the New England Patriots? We were hoping to make the playoffs and yeah. win the game, and all, all we are, are the. The team that got run over, you know, on the last game. God of the doesn't season. like the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, God is, is, that, Patriots. is that the God is God is real, but he I mean, God has blessed the Patriots. I mean, we all understand like why team. God might not like the Patriots yeah, that agreed. much anymore. I agree. He's like, All right, we've you're way over your <laughs> limit anyway with what I was supposed to give you. So be happy that you're even in this position. Bill Belichick hasn't been the friendliest of sorts. Yeah, we're not gonna reward you today. I remember I think it was a Monday night game. I think it might have been that crazy like Scab refs, Monday night football game in Seattle where they missed the touchdown call at the end or they got it wrong. And Russell Wilson was crying on TV and he said, you know, we've been, we were praying for this moment and, and God was with us. And then Aaron <laughs> Rodgers after his game and after the game in front of his locker goes, I don't know that God watches a whole lot of football. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I, guys, guys on my team also pray and like, we got our ass kicked. So, I know uh, the Patriots aren't the most popular team, but honestly, I would have much rather seen them in the postseason oh, than the too. team that got in. Me too. Because me, I was lost. thinking the same freaking Which thing. is the Miami Dolphins, who are really going in as perhaps one of the more dismal playoff teams of all time. They were 8-3, and three and, and a good story. And then, you know, Tua got hurt. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. They lost five games in a row down the stretch. Just awful-looking team. And then... To get into the playoffs, they won just a horrendously ugly oh. 11-6 game against the Jets at home yesterday to punch their ticket for a what should be a first-round exit against the Bills next weekend. Because unless, I mean, I don't think Tua should be coming back after the double concussions. I, I don't the even double know concussions what that we know of. That we, that know, we of. know of. The ones that we saw where he was wobbly walking off the field, he shouldn't see the field the rest of the year. Now, your former radio partner, Chris Ello, is going to slit your throat. If he sees you, he's a big Dolphins fan. Uh, but I think I, I'm going to listen to their show today. I want to see if Chris Ello is going to say, yeah, they probably don't deserve to be in. Or if is he going to say, no, If you I make know the Chris, right, he'll yeah, kind yeah. of walk both sides of it. He'll say, okay. hey, I'm happy as a fan. I'm glad they got in. But this team okay. kind of stinks. I mean, he's got to know that there's there's like no chance the Miami Dolphins. I tweeted last night. The, can we put the Detroit Lions in the AFC playoffs? No kidding, What a man. great finish what a great story all year long and then to go in to Lambeau and knock the Green Bay Packers out on the final game of the season but not having a chance because the Rams couldn't find a way to beat the Seahawks in overtime if the Rams had just taken care of business Detroit would be in today that would have been a win and in game but no it's the the Seahawks which is fine they're going to the playoffs I love that Detroit Lions story though in the second half of the season was fantastic How and what a way to finish it. You not, man. How could you not love that team that started one and six? Well, next hour we have got to get to the Detroit Lions audio from yesterday. I, I can't wait it to hear it. Was unbelievable. And we need to talk about Brandon Staley, the coach of the Chargers. Hey man. Thank, in the crosshairs today. Speaking of God, thank God, Ben, for unanswered prayers. Because if that team was here, 
you'd be a dead man. Take you'd on be Woods a dead man. and Tatis's return. When we come back, second hour, 97.3 The Fan next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 